So this is from a sefer called Iris Hamoyedim, which we've learned a couple times. His pieces is a, a rub. His name is Rav Shmuel Zucker. He's a young, very very chashav yid. He's a mashpia. I think he's now a that mashgiach and Eish Hatorah. Uh, very chashavid. So he writes over here like this. This is his first piece on Elul, and it's it's an interesting. Again, a lot of his stuff is very simple but very beautiful. We'll run through it together. He says, "I want to try to find a theme of what's the evolution between Av, Elul, and Tishrei." So he says, "Let's start." It's a famous shaila, and that is the only month that's in Hebrew is Av. And it's the most difficult month of the year, and yet it's the one that's called Father, which Father always connotes uh, compassion. Av is always the name of Rachamim. As we say, like the compassion of a father and the son. So how could it be that the month of Saris is called Av? So he says, So let's explain very simply and very beautifully. With the following marshal. What is it comparable to? You have a king that has in his house <coughs> children and slaves. Now, over time, over time, the slaves were very comfortable in this house, and it got to the point where you weren't able to tell the difference between a slave and a, and a son. You couldn't tell the difference between the employees and the children. You couldn't tell the difference. Everyone was so comfortable, everyone was acting so comfortably, you mamish couldn't tell the difference. So who owns the house? So how do you tell the difference between a son and a slave? So he says, the way you could tell the difference is when the father kicks them out of the house. When the father fires them, you see a slave is going to move on. A slave is going to find another profession. He's going to find another master. A child won't move on. Right? A child won't move on. Uh, you know, every other employee, employer, you fire them. They move on. They find something else. A child doesn't move on. Where do we move on from? It's my, my family. Adarabah. The longer it goes, the more you want to go back. So then all of a sudden, it's dafka from the breaking of the company that you're able to see who's the child and who's the slave. Over time, the slaves will find other masters and they'll completely forget about that relationship because that relationship was breakable. And they'll find another house to live in. A ben will never move on, a child's never going to move on. The longer it takes, the more he has a desire, the more he has a wanting, a gaguim, to return back to his father. He's not going to forget his house. He's going to want to go back home. That's the marshal. The nimshal bara, the message is quite clear. You see, Klal Yisrael can be looked at as a child, and we can be looked at as a slave. And a lot of times it's hard to know, and obviously we all want to be children of Hashem, but it's hard to know who, when we're acting like a child and when we're acting like a slave. 
because we're all just going through the motions and it's very hard to know when are you serving Hashem as a slave and when are you serving Hashem as a son. And the way to, the way to tell is, is through the destruction of Beis Amigdash. Because if we were slaves, we would have moved on. And the fact that it's been thousands of years and we haven't moved on, that shows that our Iker Mohus is really children to Hashem. Therefore, it's Dafke in the month of Av, that because of the Churban, that it's clear that, we're, that he's our father and we're his child. It's Dafke because of the Churban that it becomes Nizbar, meaning the fact of how he responded to the Churban, that itself reveals that our relationship is not that of an Evid, it's that of a child to a son. Child to a father. Obviously, you want Klal Yisrael to be treated like a child. But how do you know? How do you know that we're not just slaves of like any other god, that any other leader that has, has slaves? How do you know that we're different? That Klal Yisrael is b'ni b'chay Yisrael. It's dafka from the destruction. It's dafka from the churban. He says, The way to tell, It's counterintuitive. It's dafka. From the Churban, it's Dafka from the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. That Hashem looks at our desires over the time. If we have a desire to go back, that's a sign that our relationship with Hashem is that of a father and a son, and the son doesn't move on. But if Klal Yisrael would have treated Av as a month of Simcha. And we would have just forgotten about the Chorban and just, okay, shine, move on like any other month, then Ataka wouldn't be called off. Because then Ataka would have been, you know what, you're like everybody else. Everyone else moves on from the temple, as the famous, uh, the famous story with, uh, you know, with uh, Napoleon, that uh, he saw the Jews uh, mourning, and he said a nation that that's mourns over the temple will see it be rebuilt. So he says, If we would have just looked for a new house, then it's a sign, She'onu Rakavodim. That is a famous Maisa, was it was a Pinchas of Karitz, I think. That he was staying by a very, very ignorant person's house. A very wealthy, ignorant person. And he, he was saying, you know, he was talking about Mashiach. And the person's like, what do you need Mashiach for? So he said, he said, you know, and Saris. So the guy's like, you know what, it's true. I have a lot of debt collectors that are making me crazy. But he said, the next morning, he said he was talking to his wife, and he says, I don't understand, why do we have to go to Israel? Why, why can't they go to Israel? I'm very comfortable here. That's like, that's not a Ben mentality. A Ben doesn't move on. And therefore, it's Dafka from the month of Av, the destruction of Av, the destruction of the Beis Amikdash, which is Nizgale, it reveals that we're Bonam Lamakin. In Ois Gimel, he explains this very beautifully. The very fact, She'avru Kvar Kolka Harbei Doiris, the fact that we've gone through so many generations, the fact that we've gone through so many generations and so much tsaris, and with all this, we're still having a churban that we still desire that Beis a building that we've never seen. And we all desire, we're waiting for that rebuilding of that temple. And in the month of Av, where it feels the freshest. And we refuse to to, to, to make ourselves feel better, we refuse to, to cope. That we knock on the doors to go back to Yushalayim. It's like the testimony of a hundred witnesses that we're the children of Hashem. And we want to go back to our father. 
That's the Chassam Soif of Hemis says, that's why we don't say Tachanon on Tisha That's the Simcha of Tisha the fact that we're not moving on. This month is like a peg that shall not be moved. That we're his children. By the way, Rav Kluger, in an English essay, they translate, I haven't seen the Hebrew essay inside, he says that itself is also an achama for a lot of times why people have a hard time with tshuva. You know, a lot of times the difficulty of tshuva is you find yourself that you, you say tshuva, you, you say, I'm sorry, you say, I'm sorry, you're going to get better, Rosh Hashanah, and then all of a sudden it doesn't last. And then Rosh Hashanah again, and it doesn't last. Rosh Hashanah again, it doesn't last. And however many years you're on this planet, it's the same thing. So the question, so a lot of times people start to feel bad about this because they start to say to themselves, then what's the point? But he says, Adarava, the very fact that it doesn't last every year, but you're going back at it. The very fact that every year it doesn't last, but you're like, I'm not moving on. I'm going to try again, and I'm going to try again, and I'm going to try again. That shows that, it, that tshuva is coming from a very, very deep place because if it was external at all, you would say, okay, enough. But the very fact that you're like, enough, again, again, and again, and again, that itself, the fact that a person can't move on, that's a simon that that thing is still alive. So he says that's why tshuva, it's like, it's a good sign that you have that feeling because that, the very fact that you keep going, keep going, keep going, you're not moving on. That's the month of Av. He says, this month of Av, each year the month of Av renews, how you act in Av renews the fact that we're children to Hashem. Okay, fine. That's the month of Av. So the month of Av is very simple. The month of Av, the fact that we're mourning Hashem's, the mourning our temple that we lost, and we're refusing to move on, that itself is a simon that we're not Avod and we're Bonim. And Hashem is Avinu. That's the month of Av. Now what's El? It's all a process. Now that we've clarified, here's the Yisoyed. It's very simple. His stuff is very beautiful, very simple. I sort of learned this a long time ago. I, started, I was talking to someone about this on Shabbos Day. When my brother moved, in the beginning, the first like, couple weeks, I tried to like, be like Yossi. It's a mistake. It's a mistake. I mean, originally, I, I, I wanted to be like a Rewinder. That didn't work. And I tried to be like Yossi, and it didn't work either. I tried to get too complicated. But for Yossi, it's not complicated because he understands it. So, and then you realize you have to just... You say simple Torah, simple Torah that, that, that penetrates, that comes from a real place. His Rezukah's Torah is, it's, 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 it's not a complicated Torah, but it comes from a very, very deep place. So he says like this, the month of Av is clarifying that we're the children of Hashem and we're not moving on from the Beis HaMikdash. Meaning, the month of Av is Nizgala, that the Beis HaMikdash is our home. The month of Elul is us calling to everyone and to ourselves to go back home. So he says in Oiz Dalud, The month of Av is Nikva, clarifies. The month of Av is a month that's dedicated to instilling within all of us that belief, that knowledge, that we're children of Hashem. And we have, that's our rightful place, that the Beis HaMikdash is our rightful place, that Yushalayim is our rightful place. The month of Elul is a gathering month. It's a month of gathering. It's a month to start saying, everyone, it's time to go back. We're not back yet, but now that we've clarified that our rightful place is Yushalayim and our rightful place is the Beis HaMikdash, we've got to start moving back. So he says, 
Right? We blow shoifer in Elul. The main thing that Ashkenazim do in, in Elul is shoifer. What's the avoid of shoifer? There's a shayla in them. All the Mepharshim talk about this. How is the shoifer different than Rosh Hashanah? So they say the avoida is the Rosh Hashanah, the shoifer of Rosh Hashanah is coronating the king. The shoifer of Elul is used, they used to blow shoifer to gather people. It was meant to gather people. That's why they blew shoifer, to gather all the Jews together. The shoifer of Elul is to gather everyone together and say, we, we're moving back. It's time to go back. Now, we'll have to clarify in a moment what does it mean to go back to the base of Middash, but it's time to go back. So he says, The Indian of Shaifer is to gather together to go back home. The trumpets was what used Klal Yisrael to move. It's meant to gather and to move. That's the Shaifer of El. When you hear the shayfar in the morning, for all men that are in shul, and if a woman comes to Hashivino, she'll hear it also. If you hear the shayfar during El, the avoida of the shayfar of El is to push it, return back home. Now, what does it mean to return back home? We don't have a base amikdash. So if you look to the left side, if you look at the third paragraph, it looks a little different. That's because it's from Rav Wolfson. He has this one paragraph in this sixth parasha. He says, There's an aspect of rebuilding the Beis HaMikdash that we have today. If the Avoid of El is to go back to the Beis HaMikdash, right? we lost the Beis HaMikdash in Av, and we're not moving on, so that shows that it's our rightful place, and El, we're moving back, we're starting to go back, we don't have a Beis HaMikdash. So he says, everything exists in different dimensions. This is, I told you, a big theme from R. Wilson. You can have a Beis HaMikdash in time. A Beis HaMikdash in time is Tishrei. So he says, Chaydish Tishrei b'chinis Beis Hamikdash. Tishrei is the Beis Hamikdash. Elul is the gathering of us to go back to Tishrei. Shaz Meifia b'chinis Hamikdash b'chinis Man. The same way the Beis Hamikdash exists in place, Tishrei is the Beis Hamikdash in time. Al Karcha in by Mitzvah Aliyah Regal. That's what he says. There's no Mitzvah to go to the Beis Hamikdash on Rosh Hashanah. Only Sukkis, Pesach, and Shavuos, but not Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because the Beis Hamikdash comes to you. And he says, That's why the men, it's a Shaila and women, it's a Shaila and Minhagim. I don't know what they do on the women's side, obviously, but I think the men, we bow down to Rosh Hashanah on the floor. That's universally something you only do on, uh, in the Beis Hamikdash. Because the Beis Hamikdash is in every shul on Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, says Rav Wolfson, the avoid of Elul is, you shall oiskim betshuva vatikan amaisim, that we start. Fixing ourselves, start making ourselves ready. That's building the Beis Hamikdash to be able to move in in Tishrei. Now, what does it mean again? What again? So the avoid of Elul is to gather people to start going back to the Beis Hamikdash and go back to the top left in Ois Hey. Rav Zucker says like this: Ubi Yeser Oimik to explain what does it mean? What is the Beis Hamikdash now practically? Right, if the avoid of Elul is to go back to the Beis Hamikdash, what's the Beis Hamikdash now? So you say it's. Tishrei, but what does it mean, practically? The answer is, the Beis HaMikdash is Torah and Tefillah. Arbaith. We don't have a Beis HaMikdash, but we have Batek Nisais and Batek Midrashis. You have shuls and yeshivas. And it doesn't mean that it has to be Dafki in those places, but they represent the Beis HaMikdash nowadays. He says, says That feeling, that, that thought you're supposed to have when you hear the Shoifer, during Elul, the feeling you're supposed to have is that 
we all went through a churban, so to speak. We all had our base amigdash that was destroyed throughout the year, which is what? Tyre mitzvahs and Tyre tefillah, that we sort of were nisrachik, we distanced ourselves from, and I'll explain why it's called a bias, but we distanced ourselves from our base amigdash. Through not davening and through not keeping Torah and Tefillah properly. We sort of distance ourselves from our Bate Knisais and Bate Midrashais. That they stand in the place of the Beis Amikdash. And therefore, when the Shoifer is being blasted on Elul, you have to hear that. That desire, that call to go back home, which is to go back to learning properly. So the avoid is that you have an av, the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, and the fact that we're not moving on that reminds us that that's our home. And El is now we we're calling ourselves to go back, and although we don't have a Beis Hamikdash nowadays, we have. We have Torah and Tefillah. Now why is Torah and Tefillah called the Beis HaMikdash? He has a very interesting insight in Oizvav. will be yes or beer to add one added layer. The Beis HaMikdash, it's actually interesting. I never thought about this. You say from Rabbi Freifeld that he, he would sort of instill this. There's two different schools of thought. Well, what's the Beis HaMikdash nowadays? Everyone knows. A shul, right? Base amigdash maat, right? What does it? What does it mean? What does it? What does it mean? Like that? This is a base amigdash. So you say very simple. Well, the base amigdash is where we where we davened through carbonus. This is where we daven. But it's deeper than that. There's two different schools of thought amongst. It's most rabbonim and rosh hashivas will tell you that the base medrash is not a place for talking. The base medrash is not a place. Like I'll tell you in my yeshiva specifically, and this is a pretty harsh. Like the way they did it was very, very sharp. Sharp. I remember my first day in ninth grade. First day. You're in a new building. It's very scary. There's a hundred bachrim. The Rosh Hashivas are terrifying. And also, I'm walking there. I got Yossi, who's like the best bachrim in Yeshiva. I'm called Little Zach. I was called Little Zach for eight years. No one knew my name. I was called Little Zach. So, and you walk in the first day, all of a sudden, my Rosh Hashiva of Shalom says, I want to speak to the ninth grade downstairs. So we're shaking. What happened? One of the guys walked into the base medish with a can of soda. And he said, and drank from a can of soda in the, like, in the hallway. Like, walked in right over there, stood, drank, looked around the left. Shalom said, this is not a lounge. It's not Amish. Tori, this is a, this is a, you don't walk in here. And like, if that's the mentality, you go in the wrong place. We're just like, so it happens to be Rizalik when he made the yeshiva, although technically you're allowed to drink in a shul. And but he was keveya that he didn't want any drinking in the base medish. He was from Kelm. He was he he went to Yeshiva in Kelm, and he was uh, a Talmud Chaver of Yerucham Levavitz, the Rosh Meshkiach of the Mir. So he was, you know. Then you have Rabbi Freifeld, who would tell Bachrim when they would schmooze, and they would go outside to schmooze. He said, "Stay there, stay schmooze in the base measures. He says, "I want you to be comfortable. That's your home. You're living here. You have to be comfortable in your home." So it's a different ideology. Zucker says like this. We call the shul, Torah and Tefillah, as our base hamikdash. What does that mean? 
So he says very simple. Like a lot of it, you just think like, oh, it's just colloquial words. Oh, it's a base amikdash. It's a holy place. This is holy. It's, it's deeper than that. Your house is where you're comfortable. At least it's supposed to be. If you're not, you're probably anxious. But your home is, you're supposed to be comfortable at home. Everyone is naturally uncomfortable in other places. That's normal. But when you're in your home, that's, what, that's your comfort zone. The Beis Hamikdash is the comfort zone of Kuala Yisrael. It's where we feel comfortable. It's where we feel we, we could breathe. The only places that we have nowadays where a Jew can breathe is, is a shul and a yeshiva. That's where we could breathe. Which is maybe more people are aware of it. I know Ravitcher Meyer. Ravitcher Meyer came to America two years ago. And he went to, uh, he went to the oil. And he told his gabai, he said, the oil is one of the few places in America. He says, I, I feel like I can breathe. He said, I can't, I can't breathe here. Because when you're very, very holy, you, think, you, feel, you feel more. The Beis HaMikdash, he writes over here very beautiful. Your house is where you're supposed to be able to be comfortable, to be yourself. Where you feel like you're, you don't, you feel comfortable. You feel, this is actually one of the major yesidus of Rabbi Nachman, that he, that he, he felt that davening, one of his major things was that davening, you have to talk to Hashem like he's a friend. That was one of his themes, because he said you're supposed to be comfortable. You're supposed to feel comfortable. Where's that coming from? Because that's the Beis HaMikdash. He says, A person feels comfortable when they're in their habitat. So we don't have a Beis HaMikdash anymore. Our Beis HaMikdash, that was where we felt comfortable. In the times of the Beis HaMikdash, if a Jew wanted to feel comfortable, you went to the Beis HaMikdash. That was the most comfortable place for a person. Because that was where your neshama and body perfectly coexisted. Says the Zuka, we don't have that anymore. The only time that a Jew can be himself is through Torah Mitzvah. That's when you could be your true self. That's why Torah Tefillah, Torah Mitzvah is called the Beis HaMikdash. It's because that's when you're comfortable. That's your home. I'm at home when I'm davening. I'm at home when I'm learning. So throughout the year, we sort of destroyed that, so to speak, through our actions. And now all of a sudden during Elo, we have that shoifer blowing to say, let's go back home. And what does it mean? Torah Tefillah. Because... Let's, let's just, not just perform Torah and Tefillah, but let's do it in a way that we're comfortable. To do it in a way that it's sort of, we get engrossed in it. He says, That's why Torah starts with the letter Beis. Bias. Beis, a house. Because that's your house. Beis. That's your house. Because that's our home. That's where we feel comfortable. And when a Jew sins... That's why when a Jew sins, you naturally feel uneasy. Because you're leaving your home. Nobody's comfortable in leaving your home. That's the avoid of El. So the evolution so far is you have Av, which is through the destruction of the base Hamikdash, it's Nizgala that we're Bonim, and that our rightful place is to have a home. And so too, it doesn't have to be the actual Chorban, it's through all of ourselves. Throughout. Av is the month where you're supposed to start thinking like, oh, this past year I was also machriv, bate mikdashes and bate midrashes in my life. Again, every day that the Beis HaMikdash is not rebuilt is kilu nechriv abiyam, it's kilu, it's destroyed now, so that's what it means. Elul is where Klal Yisrael says, well, if we are rightfully should have a home, so let's go back home, and let's start davening and learning the way we should and go back to our comfort zone. Which leads us to the last paragraph, and we'll end with this. 
which leads us to Tishrei. Right? Av is where we realize we don't have a home, but we still want one, and that itself is in Zgal that we're born in. Elul is where we gather everyone together, and in gathering to go back home, which is to start davening, to start learning, to have a comfort zone again. And Tishrei is when we're zeichet to be home. Right? Tishrei is Sukkot. Sukkot Tzela Demnusa. Sukkot is you sitting with Hashem. If you go through Av and Elul properly, you'll be zeichet to Tishrei, the end of Tishrei, which is sitting with Hashem. He says in the last paragraph, That's the Simcha. Simcha because you're comfortable again. Because you've been uneasy for 11 months and you could finally stop being anxious and you could st- and just being yourself. He says, That's the Simcha of Sukkot. What's the Simcha? Everyone asks, what's the Simcha of Sukkot? It's very uncomfortable to eat outside. The answer is, The answer is, that during the month of Elul, you're trying to go back home, you're trying to go back home, all of a sudden comes Tishrei, you, you reached your home. Tishrei, you're back home. You're sitting with Hashem. And that's why, it's, it's you don't even need airs, there's no, there's no fanciness, you just, you and Hashem, it's twigs, right? that's the famous thing, that it's like, it's like you don't need this, you don't need that, you don't need fancy. It's like when there's just a hava, you don't need anything else. You just need each other. So it was a different. Was it? Uh, I heard on the Shabbos table they're talking about different love languages, and one of the love languages is is uh, quality time, just to be with each other. It's like a certain type of affection that's shown. That's sukkah. Sukkah is just quality time. Just you and Hashem. I, you're sitting in outside. There are bees. Doesn't matter. You have this. You have that. And you 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 got back home. You got back to your comfort place. You're sitting in that in that in that sale of That's the evolution. That's the process in this month. This process in this month is is to begin to try to go back home, to try to daven and to learn in a way of comfort, in a way of connection. You need das to do this. That's the major theme. My brother once gave a shir on this. I'm sure it's on Torah anytime. He used to give a couple shirim on this. That there's different spheres. But the sphere of das is to engross yourself. That whatever you're doing, if you have das, that means you're in it. And it's true. When people are uncomfortable, when people are anxious, it's because they don't fully feel present. You don't fully feel present. You feel like you're, you're, you're I don't want to be here. I've felt it. There are times where, there are times where, um, Baruch Hashem, it's not, it's not anymore, but there were times when I would speak and I'd be like halfway through, I'd be like, I don't want to be here anymore. And you'd have that feeling like, and you'd be like, but, but, and then, then the problem is, but you're here. But part of you is not here. When you're feeling in it, that's when, when you sort of lose yourself in that moment, that's when Menucha comes. Menucha is when you're able to be lost in that moment. That's Das. That's the type of Taira and Tefillah that you need during El. Taira and Tefillah of Das, which is to really put yourself in it, to really engross yourself. That's why Parai tried to, the Zaire says he removed our Das, that he distracted us so that he, we were able to keep Taira Mitzvahs, but we were so overwhelmed from life and from stresses and from labor that we just, our head wasn't really in it. So we were sort of here and not here, here and not here. Then you're never going back home. Avoid of is to go back home. To go back home means to be comfortable, which is to put yourself in the tyrant field that you're doing in a way of das, in a way of real connection, to lose yourself in those moments. That's the avoid. When you do that, you'll be zaychat to tishrei, which is 
being present, being with Hashem in a very comfortable way. That's the Avayda, we shall be to have that month of, of really just returning home in the most comfortable way possible. And no more stresses, no more this, just to be davening and to learn and to feel present, not to, you know, feel davening, but not davening, to be lose yourself in the davening, lose yourself in the Torah. And that's the, that, that'll lead to the Simcha of Tisha. I will stop here.